everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're watching this from. This is Shola Deshaki, and I'm the lead coach and founder of Smart Stewards. Uh, I'm delighted about this video. We would be discussing an interesting topic that uh, seems to be a lot uh, on the mind of people who we call the late bloomers, right? Uh, maybe people who are in their 40s or above. Sometimes, you know, maybe a lower age range, but people will think that uh, in terms of their finances, they haven't done as much as they should, right? Uh, and I have uh, in the studio with me today, Maya Walusoji, uh, the founder of Part to Know, and one of our coaches at uh, Smart Stewards is actually our Smart Stewards Academy Programs Manager. Hi, Myra. How's it going with you? Good afternoon, Kochi. Nice to speak to you. It's morning. It's not actually morning. It's afternoon here. So good afternoon, good morning, good evening, anywhere else in the world. Awesome. So uh, we will be talking, like I said, about um, financial literacy, uh, financial action planning for those who think they have started late with their finances in terms of building wealth and in terms of achieving their financial goals. You know, a lot of times there's this thing about um, here are things you should have done with your finances before you clock 30. These are 40 things you should have done with your finances before you're 40 and a whole lot of that. So we have a full course on that already, but this is just like an interactive interactive section or session, rather, where we get to talk about some of you know the things that people talk about, you know, regarding this topic. Uh, but before we go into the conversation, I was reading, you know, about the story of Colonel Sanders, the founder of uh, KFC, and I found his story quite inspiring because uh, he, I think, started. The company when it was 62 or 65, I think in 1952 or so. And then he sold the company when he was 73, right? But he hit his major, major breakthrough when he was 73. That was when he, you know, he sold the company and some millions of dollars and all of that. That for me is very interesting because today, 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 earlier this morning, I had a program from KFC and, uh, you know, I was like, wow, 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 wow. I've always been reading about this guy. Yes. And well, I, I, he helped me go through his story all over again. Now, KFC is an American company and by franchise, of course, we have a couple of their uh, franchisees in Nigeria. But this man is even dead already. But look at him for a company or a business that, you know, became so uh, worked well for him in his 70s. And long after he's gone, the business is still, you know, going stronger. And you find their uh, franchises in many parts of the world. So is there really anything like late blooming? Now, before I have you answer that question, I remember my, my dad as well. In my book, The Real Profit, uh, a book for business owners, I, I detailed some of his experiences. So my dad became a, a millionaire for the first time in his late 50s, right? And um, up until when he retired, 
he, I mean, he, he, he got into some high dimension of, you know, of, of, of wealth. You know, so is there really anything like late blooming? I know we are in a world where everybody is, you know, all about what you have done. What are your results? How old are you? Are you a millennial? You know, and all of that. So what do you think when we talk about late blooming? I know that, well, with some of these examples I have given, it looks like I am on the side of it's never too late. But what is your own honest opinion in terms of starting out late or Ellie, as the case may be. Thanks, Gochi. Um, the, the, the late blooming, I think the late blooming mentality came by uh, when, you know, Mark Zuckerberg became the youngest billionaire to actually appear on that list. Because right before him, we had guys who were, who, who became billionaires at the age where everyone expected them to be billionaires, whereby Bill Gates started early, but he's, he's getting quite old, so people got used to him. Warren Buffett, he, he made his billions when he started getting to the age where we expected. And the average age of billionaires then was around 50-something, 60-something. So it was kind of okay. But all of a sudden, this university, this, you know, this university dropout just came in, wrote some codes, and all of a sudden, boom, this guy is not even 40 and has become a billionaire. And all of a sudden, everyone who was turning 40 says, whoops, what am I doing? It's... To me, that is where I get the impression of late blooming from. And that's where it's well, most of the time, usually from the age of when you clock in 40, you start thinking retirement, you know, according to the Western world by 60, 65, it's, it's, it's just staring at you right there. So the, 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 the thinking of late blooming came from there, from what I think, you know, I could be wrong, but that's my impression of it. But there is really no, no such thing as late blooming, to be honest. The reason there is, we need to understand that in life, there is, there's something that's called season and timing. Seasons and times are completely different. And one of the things there is because we are no longer, you know, we move from the industrial age to the technology age, it's as the ages are moving on, the speed at which money is made is becoming faster and faster. Before, you know, like 20 years ago, before you could make a million dollars, you need to have a, a big empire. But this day, you could be a small kid, eight years old, write it, piece of app or a coach and it goes global you do an IPO you become a billionaire things like this so it's the speed of money that is pushing the younger generations to become richer you know at much earlier ages that is what is making people who feel they are probably you know a few years older thinking wow I've not bloomed that makes me a late bloomer that to me that is my thinking of it in terms, of, um, in terms of life, it would have been nice if we had our financial education much earlier, because then you can, you can, you, you might not do much, just putting, you know, a few hundred, two hundred dollars away every month with the power of compound interest. Without much financial knowledge, you, 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 you would retire a millionaire. But because that is not there, it does not mean there are still no ways for you in your 40s, if you've just acquired or just woken up to the reality of, wow, my financial responsibility is all up to me. I need the knowledge. It is never too late. Be 40, be 50, even 60. Like the KFC, um, Corinthians you're talking about, he's, he's was, he strikes so many things up until, you know, he made it at that particular age. I, I wouldn't set a particular age for it. However, it's more like a state of mind, you know, because if you're 30, if you're 30 years old and you, there are some guys that are younger than that are billionaires, 
what would you call yourself, a late bloomer at 30? Not a chance. So it's which side of the spectrum you're looking at things from. That is what will make you think if you're a late bloomer or not. But if you think you are that age whereby you've hit 40, you've been working for more than 10, 15 years, and then you think, oh, I've just come into the realization of where I am. One of the good news there is, you know, there is a course available on Smart Stewards for that. So you can subscribe to that. But for today's conversation, it's more about um, don't, there's no need to panic. Because when you panic, you're gonna you're gonna panic shuts down your brain. You don't think straight. You're gonna start doing the wrong things. You want to get rich quick scheme. There is um there there is this average. I think it's an it's one of um this um the the Dave Ramsey's book, the Everyday Millionaire, and they they did a study of over a thousand millionaires in America. And what they found out is the average year in which the shortest year they actually became millionaires about 10, 10 years. So. For real wealth to happen, in, in you know, you're looking at the period of 10 to 15 years. You know, so if you still have that left, that mileage left in you to work, then there's still hope. And when you're 70, you still have that left in you because life expectancy is growing bigger as technology is coming. So the first thing there is late bloomer, whatever they call it, life begins at 40, life begins at 50. These days, life begins at 60. Whatever the college is, take it easy. Calm down. Do not panic number awesome. two seek knowledge awesome so I, I like i like some of the things you mentioned uh, i like the speed of money uh, analogy and explanation um two things i would say to react to what you said uh are the fact that um, number one i believe that um the generation upcoming generation millennials particularly as of the time of this video, now a millennial is somebody who is uh, 39 and below. Well, uh, I believe that not even millennials now, maybe Gen Z. Gen Z. I, right. I believe that um, they have bigger opportunities to strike money earlier. And that's why you see that these days you see a lot of younger people, you know, doing amazing things you know, winning awards and all of that, because you know what, they have been exposed to some amount of financial literacy that much older people, because if you look at it, the amount of information that we have is different from what our parents had, yeah. right? You agree. And now Absolutely. everybody's all about financial literacy. What can I do? What do I need to know? At the investment club, at the academy, it's all about you need to leverage on information, right? So I believe that the younger generation uh, are likely to do better, right? Because they have um, access to knowledge, the necessary knowledge. But again, for people who are thinking, oh, I am a late bloomer already, at whatever level, I think knowledge will help you, you know, make up for the years you have lost. Another thing I see again is that the society well, maybe because of some of the things that are meant to be advantageous for us. Technology, social media, they, they, they have their ills and disadvantages in the sense that they bring an enormous amount of pressure as well. You know, because you're on social media, you see somebody doing stuff and you're like, why? What have I done with my life? I am a late bloomer. And then you start to tag yourself with names and adjectives that are not exactly so because of an increased amount of 
uh, of pressure, right? That comes with technology, that comes with ICT, that comes with uh, social media and a whole lot more. So I think that we need to also um, sit down, you know, just, just introspect. Um, and I, I think late blooming, I think becoming successful, I think success is relative. If we are not, you know, if we don't fall into that pressure of trying to compare ourselves with some other people, comparison sometimes could be advantageous in the sense that it just helps you to check where you are, what you're supposed to be doing. But it should not be detrimental, you know, by bringing us down and thinking that, no, I am worthless. I, I, I have no clue. Look at where my mates are. Okay, so those two things. I was on the call today earlier on with somebody who is just 27. And he feels this amount of pressure on him already to, you know, I have to do this. I have to do that. And I'm like, wait, 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 calm down. You're doing so much already. Now, if a 27 is feeling that is late blooming already, then you see that, you know, because there's pressure. You see a 24 year old, you see a 21 year old becoming a millionaire already. You see, uh, Jen, uh, what's, the, what's the Kardashian sister? What's her name now? The multi billionaire who became a billionaire. One of the. Jenny, Jenny. Uh, I think, yeah, I can't remember her name now. And you know, that there's that pressure on the 27 year old. Is like, you know what? I feel so. I'm like, wait, calm down, you know. So we have to be conscious of the fact that, see, the younger generation have some advantages that a lot of us don't have. But see, we are still in the game. We are still in the game. We have access to the same technology. We have access to the same knowledge. I'll be it late for some people, but you know what? As long as you're alive, you can still leverage on some of these things. Um, I remember that, you know, my dad recently, a few months ago, was saying, you guys are so lucky because I just saw him following me on Instagram. I'm like, what are you looking for on Instagram? What, what exactly do you want, sir? And on Facebook, you know, you put up a post, it's there to come. I'm like, sir, what do you want? And he said, you know what, well, you guys are just so fortunate. Your generation and generations behind you are blessed. And I am glad to still be alive to witness the revolution. So it's the one bombarding you with forwarded messages on, on, on WhatsApp and all of that. Now, that is a mindset. That is seeing the cup half full. That is saying, you know what? I, I may be 80, but I am alive and I'm still going to you know, leverage and maximize on these opportunities. He's, he's excited on family calls. He's seeing you, you, you together on the video and like, I am so blessed. And yes, you see some people who are still 40, 50, they are like, no, it is <laughs> over. So we have to remain positive on a general note. Now let's, let's zoom this, you know, let's narrow this down to finances. What are some of the action plans? I think we've already talked about literacy, which is key. Now, finance, you cannot rise above what you know, right? By time, you need knowledge. So what are some of the action plans that you think our viewers and our listeners can do? Uh, if you think you are late blooming or you're a late bloomer already, which already we have said is relative, but even if you feel so at whatever age, what are some of the things that are 
that you think folks can do aside of literacy? To be honest, I think everything you can do, it's actually within the literacy. It's, um, well, literacy is three steps. You acquire, you comprehend, and then you do. So it is a matter of making sure you expose yourself to where you get that knowledge. Once that knowledge is, what I said earlier on that, regardless of your age, it is not the time to rush into anything. Because whenever you rush, you might make more mistakes than what is needed. It's the first thing is for you to, you know, it's to stop and check what I call the status quo. What is the present situation? Number one, where are you right now financially? What is your net worth? Because if you don't know where you are, it's very difficult for you to know where you're going. And it is the distance between where you are and where you're going that you need to map out to not work on. So it's a matter of first thing is status quo in terms of where are you financially? What is, what is coming in? What is going out? What is your next worth? Know what that is. Because that would enable you to know what you need to do next. So that's the first thing. Start from where you are. Sit down, take notes. What is your current net worth? Number two, what do you want in terms of retirement? Because the whole point of financial freedom and independence is for you to be able to not worry about money and being able to do the things you want to do. So what is that thing you want to do? You know, there's this word that they throw retirement about out. I'm not sure much about it because you can still stop working, but you can still be working. So it depends on what, what you do then. So at that particular age, let's pick a, the age of 65. What would you like to be doing at that age? What kind of, what kind of retirement? I'm just, I'm using the word retirement loosely here. What kind of retirement do you, do you see yourself have, you know, having? Do you want the, Mine, mine, that mine and my wife there is, you know, we want to, we want, we want to be travelers. And for someone who want, who want to be travelers, it's different for someone who'd say, you know what, I just want to be, you know, probably in a, in a particular cottage somewhere, spending time with the grandkids and things like that. Know what you want for retirement. Know what that is going to cost you. Don't just assume. There are so many tools, and on Smart Stewards Academy as well. There is a tool for you to do that. Go on there, find this tool, put in the type of retirement you want. It will automatically work out with inflation adjusted how much you would need for retirement. Now, the next thing is from, from now to retirement, how much do you need? And one of the things this course is giving them is enough breaks it down to say, okay, for you to achieve that, you need to be putting this amount of money aside monthly. Now, it's not a matter of now, which one do you want more, your present life or the one you want in, in the future? Remember, you've made so many mistakes for you to get here to think you're a late boomer. So you now need to make more sacrifices. This is not a case of Serai. whatever it would be, would be no. If it might mean you need to cut down even on where you are living right now, just for you to be able to save some more money so you can have enough for the future. Those are just one of those things. So it's a matter of not looking, and I think the cost will give them a lot more, is looking, it's, it's the gulf, the gap between now and the future. What you're going to need there now, how do you get that? That is what I think the, 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 the next step should be. I agree, totally agree with you. And I mean, we, we, we hadn't shared notes, but I just wrote out 
four things and what you have said are pretty much captured in them. Number one, literacy. We already talked about those, that, about that one. Number two, I said cash flow management. Now, cash flow management is a function of, yes, where am I? What is coming to me? What is going out of me? How much do I have in excess that I can put into savings and investments? And then the third thing is retirement, because you know what? That is the most important thing post this age, because you're looking at, okay, so what kind of lifestyle do I want to live once I'm retired? You have said you want to be a traveler. I also want to live the good life with my husband. Well, traveling and just, you know, generally enjoying life. But it's all a function of what we do now. So your cash flow management should reflect the kind of retirement lifestyle you want to adopt. Okay, so how much would I need to sustain myself in retirement? How do I plan for it now, right? And then for me, I think the first thing is, I mean, the first thing you need to consider will be your estate planning, okay? Because late boomers, you're thinking, so what am I going to, apart from retirement, which is basically about you. Now, when you're gone, especially for those who have children pretty late in life, uh, you know, that late is in quotes because again, it is relative. But if you're having your children in your 40s, in your 50s, then of course the dynamics are a bit different because some of them, I mean, sometimes as the case may be, you still have children who are in school when you are in retirement. Okay, so you can't plan just about retirement for yourself. You also have to think of estate planning. So when I am gone, what happens? So for me, I think these four things are things that we need to actively start to consider and interact with in our minds, especially for those who think that they are late boomers. Because again, I'm saying who think, who think sometimes, yes, because of our biological age, sometimes because of some of the things we have gone through and some of the things we are seeing around, okay? Literacy, right? Cash flow management, retirement planning, and estate planning, okay? So this is just like a brief conversation. We have a full course on the Smart Stewards Academy that would address some of these things in full that will provide calculators, that will provide uh, like action plan and uh, maybe an ebook that will guide you step-by-step. Step. And, you know, I just wanted to, to discuss with Maya to see, you know, his own perspective. Maya, do you have any final words? as we wrap, wrap up this conversation. I think the final word there is, um, if you think you're a late bloomer, the first thing is just take it easy. <laughs> just take calm down, easy. right? It's calm down. It's, it's, it's relative, like you said. It's, it's relative, you know. It's, that's just what it is. It's, 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 and it's a personal thing as well. Like you said, success is personal, you know. Some people, some people, they don't want the whole billions and billions and billions like that. They just want enough to look after them and the coming generation, basically. You don't need a billion dollars to do that. You know, while some people want to have, you know, look at Bezos, it's over 200 billion. So it's, it's, it's relative in terms of what you have. Don't compare notes because you might be comparing, you know, page one to someone else, page 30, regardless even if you're the same age. So you just take it easy and then get financial knowledge. That's all I'm, from my end here. 
From my end, keep being positive, honestly. Uh, just being, I mean, look look at life from, uh, from, from a positive angle all the time. Because uh, times and seasons change. I remember you said that earlier. And, you know, sometimes life, life could be so unpredictable. As much as we try to predict things that happen, uh, I like to say that things happen, especially when you keep, you know, pushing through, putting in the efforts. I, I like the story of Joe Biden. Um, he's, he's becoming, uh, you know, the oldest president, right? And, I mean, look at that. He's been in that, um, you know, governmental setting, government setting for about 48 years. And now he has achieved all he has ever desired. So it's never too late. Even at 77, 78, somebody is becoming, you know, the president of the United States. Then, I mean, how else do you want me to say that, you know what, you can achieve your goals at any point in time? So please remain positive and uh, make sure you're taking actionable steps. It's not enough to be positive you must be walking your way towards your desired dreams. And of course, life will smile at you and everything is going to be all right at the end. So please look out for the course and make sure you dig into it to see action steps that would move you towards the direction of your dreams, right? All right, see you again sometime soon. Thank you, Myra, for being on this Thank you, bye. All right.